Laura Perlman is here to talk about her new lesbian book, Bar Time, Lesbian Rights Passage, and give us her spin on our LGBTQ issues. Hi, Sarah. Uh, hi, Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Tell us about Bar Time. Okay, well, Bar Time is a collection of writings by 25 older lesbians about their experience in lesbian bars. And uh, the collection includes 21 stories, two poems, a play, and a composition um, that is a listening of disco songs. So it's very creative. And um, most of the writers are from the Boston area, also from Florida, South Carolina, Minnesota, several from California, and actually one from Melbourne, Australia. And it's produced by uh, what we call Boston Olak Editing Team, and that's myself, Alice Fisher, and Sue Weimer. And it's available right now as an attachment, but we're actually, it's in production as a bound booklet. So this is something that we're quite proud of. What was your inspiration for creating it? I think what happened is that I saw an article, it was probably printed in either uh, The Voice or The New York Times about the closing of lesbian bars in New York City, and that there were perhaps three left, and um, I would signal this was the closing of the cub- cubbyhole, which was a, a very well-attended and beloved lesbian bar in the village. Um, also, um, what I learned from this article is that there were about 200 lesbian bars across the country at one point in time, and now there's perhaps 19. So there's a lot of question around why these bars are no longer available for gay women. At that point in time, became the idea about having lesbians write about their experience of lesbian bars. So that was the inspiration. What do you hope to accomplish with this book? Lesbian bars are really a very important part of lesbian history. Uh, The title of actually is Bar Time, A Rite of Passage, and it was a rite of passage. For many of us, it was an introduction to a lesbian social world. It was an opportunity to be in lesbian space, to meet other lesbians, um, including women who were first heterosexual, and then their experience and their contact with lesbians was a major factor in bringing them out, called them pre-lesbians. This was um, a place to dance, to socialize, to meet women, not to be bothered by the gaze of men, not to be bothered by harassment. Uh, so this was, uh, for a stretch of time, particularly our generation, a very important part of, of lesbian history. What would you like to accomplish with your work? As an editor and writer, I wrote the introduction, and I also wrote my experience of going to lesbian bars, first as a straight woman, and this was probably around 1974, and also included a poem I had written about basically picking up women in bars, which was another important part of going to a lesbian bar, and many times meeting who would become a partner. Going to bars was a significant part of my lesbian history as part of my social life and going to dance and going to meet women. So I had a personal interest in this as well as having other women write about their histories. Right now, bars have really changed. In order to survive, the lesbian bars have closed uh, for a number of reasons, and bars tend to be now very inclusive in terms of trans and queer women. So this is starting a very different new history. What would you like to see happen for our LGBTQ community in the uh, Biden administration? Well, the Equality Act hopefully will update federal law to include uh, LGBT Americans, issues including employment, housing, education, and public spaces. And so this really has to do with 
pushing towards a full citizenship of gay people. Um, there's also a lot of concern because there was a Supreme Court ruling during the end of June that the case was called Cedar Point Nursery versus Hesed, and that had to do with the right to exclude. The particular um, case had to do with uh, labor and not allowing organizers on owner's property uh, to give workers information on labor. But the fear is that the Supreme Court case that has to do with exclusion could also be used to exclude not just the businesses, uh, but also landlords uh, and also landowners uh, to exclude people of color and LGBT people. So this is a dangerous case in terms of the Supreme Court. I don't know what the Biden administration can do at this point, except to expand the court, which doesn't seem that they're very interested in doing. With LGBTQ teens already four times more likely to attempt suicide than their heterosexual peers after facing bullying incidents, what advice would you have for these kids, especially dealing with these times? Well, what I like is, and this has actually been expressed by gay men, is the statement that it gets better, and it does get better uh, a lot of times once you're out of the house. I mean, I think that, and this depends on the state and geography, that gay-straight alliances in high schools is really great for kids. And the most important factor in terms of protection of teens is the support of parents. What other projects are you working on? Well, I had uh, recently published a novel called Where There Were Mountains, and this is uh, what I call a a prehistoric uh, novel uh, that takes place around 5000 BCE about the migration of patriarchal tribes down throughout um, the mountain passes of Greece and the effect on matriarchal uh, culture uh, and women-centered tribes uh, living around the the passes of uh, Mount Olympus. I'm thinking of writing another book, and again, it would be similar in terms of a rewrite of history or prehistory, but this one is just really in the thinking stages, would take place in the Sinai Desert and uh, the Canaan culture around the time of the Hebrews' flight from Egypt, and there's a lot of archaeological findings that don't quite back up the biblical account, and so what I would like to do is just kind of write my own story of what might have taken place. Is there a question you wish people would ask you? Well, I think one question around bar time is why this is important. And um, as I said before, I think of bar time as an important part of lesbian history. The history of a generation of lesbians whose social life was a lot around the bars, uh, who Many of us came out in a time of persecution and necessary concealment, and bars were really one space where you felt like free and safe. The stories are based on the personal experiences of these 25 women writers. For many of them, it was an introduction to lesbian life. There, a lot of the stories express at the absolute joy of being in a social space with all women. A lot of the writers talked about the joy of dancing, uh, dancing with other women, meeting a woman to take home for sex, meeting a woman who would become a long-time partner, and when identity was lesbian and not queer. So it's also an historical account of the importance of bars and the joy of this lesbian space. Do you have a favorite quote or mantra to get you through difficult times? Well, what I think of is mostly my age, 
And if there's a mantra or what I think about is waking up to another day, which is a gift. It basically means that the gift of life, that I'm still alive and healthy and active and um, part of a wonderful uh, community, though now mostly at a distance in Boston. So it's, the mantra has to do with gratitude for continuing life. 